Welcome to Textonation. I'm Fred Fishkin at the Out of Oregon Landscape Photography Conference in Newport, Oregon. And with me is Patricia Davidson, one of the instructors here. Thanks for joining us, Patricia. Thanks for having me. <laughs> well, tell us about your journey to become a professional photographer. You weren't always doing this. No. Well, I was a web developer prior to doing photography, and I think it drove me outside on the weekends because I was sitting all day at a desk. So I really got Staring it. Staring at a computer screen. Yes. <laughs> so I needed the exercise. But actually, I lived on the southern Oregon coast for over 20 years, and I could hear the ocean at night, and it was calling me. So I would always bring my camera out there, my little point and shoot. And then that was about 10 years ago. And my husband bought me a DSLR because I won a local state uh, photography contest. With a little point and shoot. With a little point and shoot. And so he bought me my first DSLR. And that really began the, the addiction. And from there, I mean, leaving a profession to become a professional photographer is a, is a big step. For, for a lot of people and leaving a lot behind sometimes. It is, but I gradually did that. I actually kept working and I had my photography business on the side until 2015, then I quit my job. Well, tell us about your favorite places, what you like to shoot and, and the kinds of locations. Well, my favorite thing to shoot is anything with flowing water. So I love seascapes and I love um, waterfalls. That's and you're in a favorite. great area for that. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you know, being in the Pacific Northwest, there's so much opportunity for that because we've got the ocean, we've got, you know, forests and we've got waterfalls. So it's wonderful. I love it. Some quick tips. I mean, a lot of everyday consumers listening to this, as well as people who are interested in photography. But uh, some quick tips for, for shooting those waterfalls or the coastline. Well, I know it's hard to summarize. <laughs> well, basically, I'd say that you need to um, make sure you allow time to scout out the area, check it out, and see, you know, kind of plan your compositions as you're looking around. I'd say for seascapes, you know, arrive early and get there early and just enjoy looking around that's that's the funnest part to me is the exploration and then you know as the light changes you're going to know what to do and kind of plan what you're going to shoot ahead of time and of course you're going to um, bring the proper you're going to have different lenses uh, i usually use a wide angle lens for seascapes but i also have a telephoto and i'd say i use my wide angle lens more than um, about 90% of the time for those type of shots. For waterfalls, it's, it's probably similar. Um, but when you want those more intimate shots or you want to frame something, then I'll take out the telephoto lens. But, you know, the whole part of it is just taking your time, kind of figuring out compositions, and then um, going for that light. <laughs> here, here at the conference, uh, Classes are being taught in a wide variety of locations. What are some of your favorites here on the Oregon coast? Well, I lived for over 20 years down in Coos Bay, and I, I love it down there. In southern Oregon coast, there's a lot of places. Um, 
It's hard to say, but um, some of my go-to places were like Shoreacre State Park. I went there all the time because it was in my neighborhood. <laughs> and um, even a, a little dock that is no big deal. Nobody knows about it. It's ugly, really, during the day. It's just a fishing pier. But it has some of the most incredible sunsets. So that was like two minutes from where I lived. And I would often go there. What inspires you? to keep making pictures? Um, I would say that I just, I just love being outside and I love um, nature. So that keeps everything I see, you know, just in nature just makes me want to photograph it. And when you're at a conference like this and, uh, and elsewhere, um, your decision to share everything that you've learned and your passion, tell me about that. Sometimes this can be a competitive arena, I suppose, in the eyes of some. Um, but the decision to share what you know creates more competitors, I suppose, so to speak. Well, I've been sharing um, for a long time. I just, you know, love sharing with other people, and I've um, I've been, you know, happy to help whenever anybody has questions. So it doesn't bother me to share at all. Where can people go to see your work and to learn more about you, Patricia? Well, you can go to my website, which is patriciadavidsonphotography.com. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at P. Davidson Photo. Terrific. Thank you so much for taking the time with us. Thank you. Now this. How many companies out there have continued to innovate when it comes to building a better radio? I'm Fred Fishkin, host of Textination, and I'm here to tell you about the new CC SkyWave SSB radio from the wonderful people at C-Crane. Bob and his crew really love radio, and it shows in this new compact model that is packed with features. Beyond great AM and FM reception and sound, you can tune into shortwave signals from around the world, listen to ham radio operators, aviation, and more. It's the radio you'll turn to every day, and in emergencies. It will run for nearly three days on just two AA batteries. Pair the sleep timer with the new Soft Speaker 3, and you've got the perfect radio for your nightstand. Of course, it can wake you up too. Click on Crane at textination.com and put in the code TEXTINATION for a free flashlight with your order. They love radio, and you'll love Crane.